Hey, this is TJ and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. Let me greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ this morning. God is so good. He's so loving. He's so merciful. And this morning, we were supposed to start a brand new series called Embrace. Uh, it's a continuation of the series that we just concluded last week called Discover. But I really felt God leading me to share with you Romans 12, 2 on the topic change your life by changing your mind and this morning uh forgive me uh will be more um uh, a preaching uh top a topical sermon more than more than what i normally do uh uh, uh with my sermons because i often preach contextual sermon or expository sermons but allow me this morning to uh to be more of a topical a preacher than a contextual or or, 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 or expository preacher. Hallelujah. Uh, can we open up our Bibles in Romans 12 2? I'll be reading it with the New Living Translation, the NLT translation, and it reads as follows. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you. I need you to highlight that. Highlight, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think I need you to highlight that word that phrase by changing the way you think let god transform you by changing the way you think and it continues by saying then then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect lord thank you for this manna from heaven Thank you for this fresh word this morning. May it challenge us. May it challenge our hearts. May what we hear today affect what we do on Monday, on Tuesday, and the rest of our week, Lord. May your word be a light unto our path and a lamp unto, Lord, our way, O Father. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Paul is saying to us in the book of Romans 12 that one of the main keys to transformation has to do with changing the way we think. This is so interesting for me because I love teaching about mindset. Uh, Now, the question is the the question from you to me uh, might be, but but TJ, why is this interesting for, for you? It's interesting for me because when we think about experiencing greater transformation in our lives, we 
what, what we think we need is for God to change our circumstances. It's often what we think. We think what we need is for God to change our circumstances. But Paul is suggesting to us that God is far more interested in changing the way you think than changing your circumstances. God is interested in changing the way you think than changing your circumstances. This is because real transformation, if you really think about it, is experienced when we begin to change our, our thoughts. That transformation is experienced. Transformation, we, we, we see it in our lives when we start to cultivate our thoughts, when we start to challenge our thoughts. And there are three reasons for that. And I want to share them with you this morning. And the first reason is your thoughts control your life. And I know that this might be, uh, um, um, uh, 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 most of us, we might take this loosely. You know, we, we, we might underestimate, you know, this, this point, but there's so much truth and so much power in this statement that your thoughts control your life. The richest man who ever lived, according to the Bible, King Solomon understood that every that 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 whatever we do always begins with with a thought everything we do begins with a thought he understood that what you give will eventually shape you he understood that what you give attention to, you would eventually keep. He said in Proverbs 4 verse 23, he says, Be careful of how you think, for your life is shaped by your thoughts. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. So we need to be careful of what we entertain in our minds. This is, a, is an advice from, from a God-fearing man with a peak net worth of two trillion dollars. And I think we need to really listen to what this man is really saying because he really knows what he's talking about. See, what we do, whether good or bad, starts with a thought. I know you might be listening to this and asking or saying, but Pastor TJ, it's just a thought. There is, there is nothing to it. How is my life going to be shaped by my own thoughts? Let me try to give you a picture of what I'm talking about. Have you ever found yourself thinking about someone at work? A, um, a, a, a person of the opposite um, um, uh, gender from those simple thoughts just thinking about that person at work you eventually start to flirt with that person and flirtation tends to lust which tends to fantasy now the cracks is or the bottom line is it starts with a thought it starts with the thought. It always starts with the thought. With, with, with the thought. Where do these thoughts come from? A lot of these thoughts that we incubate inside in, inside us comes from the things people said to us, things which most of the time are not true. 
Some of you have been told that you are worthless, that you're not good enough, that you don't matter, that you are unattractive, and maybe that you're stupid. Even when there is no truth in what they said to you, if you accept what they said about you, it will shape your life. Some of you have been told these words while you were young, and some now that you were told when you were that you were adult. Some of you have been told these words and you have been living out of those uh, false uh, information. You have been told that you are worthless when you were a child and even now you kept believing that. Your life is shaped by the, 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 the direction of your thoughts. In Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, What a man thinketh so is he. While others see their mistakes as opportunities to grow, with you because of the lies you believe, smallest criticism adds weight to the lie that you are stupid, that you are worthless. All this because of a thought, because of a lie that you accepted and placed deep inside of you. The second reason why it's significant to renew your mind or change the way you think is your mind is a battleground for sin. Your mind is a battleground for sin. All temptation happen in the mind. All temptation happen in the mind. Your thoughts and mind are where you either win or lose the battle. Look, t temptations does not start externally. It's not something out there uh, that, that, that just creeps into your life. If you think about it, those things, external things, wouldn't tempt you if there wasn't a thought or a desire inside your mind. I love an African proverb that says, when there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. If you can learn how to manage your mind, you've learned how to manage your life. Because this is where the battleground is. Manage your mind and you have learned to manage your life. Look at, look at um, the sins Look at this, like the sin. Uh, uh, if if you really look at um, uh, 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 what Romans uh, talks about, when it gives us lists of, of of sins, and when we look at these sins, you know, the sin of hatred, the sin of worry, the sin of envy, the sin of resentment, fear, lust, bitterness, uh, you know, even pride, they all happen in your mind. So how we manage our minds by the help of uh, by the help of the Holy Spirit can lead us to learn how to manage our lives. Paul says in in Romans seven verse twenty two to to twenty three it says I truly delight in God's command, but there is something else deep within me that is at war with my mind and wins the fight and makes me a slave to the sin within me. In my mind, I want to be God's servant, but instead I find myself still enslaved by sin. 
listen to what listen to the jargon that 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 paul is using what he's saying gives us an idea that it's not an easy thing to manage your mind paul uses jargon that 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 intensifies my point he uses words like war fight slave and and enslaved he he's talking about the battle that is waging in your thoughts that is waging in our minds the battlefield of sin is is in our minds is in our minds lord help us listen it doesn't matter if you are aware of it or not the battle is there as i'm speaking right now the the, the 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 battle is happening as i'm as i'm speaking to you right now the battle is happening in your mind the battle is happening in my mind as well as i'm speaking to you right now the enemy knows that your thoughts and minds are your greatest assets that is why he does all he can to be in control of your mind rather than you being in control of your mind he plants in our minds lies that is power to redefine us lies that works against your relationship with god lies that works against your relationship with others lies that works against your relationship with 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 yourself these lies eventually breach into our defenses and and begins tempting us into into those uh, into those areas i wish i had time to to go deeper on the topic of temptation and, and talk more about the four uh, the four phase process of temptation according to James but because of time i will just give a glimpse before i go to uh, uh, to point to point 3 when it comes to temptation people of god satan typically uses the same pattern And this pattern is found in James 1 verse 14 to 15 and it reads as follows it's he says temptation comes from the lure of our own evil desires these evil desires then lead to evil action then the evil actions lead to death are you seeing the process there the verse is showing us that temptation isn't an isolated event it's it's not an isolated event there's 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 a lot of contributing factors that are happening there listen no, uh, noting uh, 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 nothing uh, uh, just just catches you of god nothing just just happens there is a lot of things you 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 you, you have into into your thinking there's a lot of things that that are happening into your thinking before you actually surrender to the behavior this is because temptation is a process and i pray that you hear what the holy spirit is saying to you this morning that whatever you focus on you keep whatever gets your attention whatever gets into your head has the potential to get you has the potential to imprison you lord help us this morning so you need to manage your mind because your thoughts control your life 
And because your mind is a battleground for sin and the battleground for temptation. And the third reason uh, 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 you need uh, is uh, 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 you need to manage or control your mind is uh, number three is uh, managing your mind is the key to peace and happiness. The third reason you need to manage or control your mind is managing your mind is the key to peace and happiness. Glory to God. Glory to Lord. Glory to Lord. Glory to the Lord. Lord, help us not to only understand this, but help us to apply this daily in our lives. Listen to what Paul says about this in Romans 8, 6. He says, if your sinful nature controls your mind, there is death. Oh, this is scary. If your sinful nature controls your mind, then death is certain. But if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, there is life and peace. And this morning, I pray for life and peace as the Holy Spirit uh, uh, enables you to control your mind. Look, you will never live the life God has for you as long as your thinking is controlled by your sinful nature. And I want to repeat that. You will never live the life God has for you as long as you are thinking, as long as your thinking is controlled, <clears throat> excuse me, by your sinful nature. But there is a flip side to that story. Paul says, when you are under, oh Lord, help us here. But when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, listen to what Paul says. He says, if your sinful nature controls your mind, there is death. But if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, but if the Holy Spirit, when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you choose to manage, your, you choose or, or control your thinking, then there is both life and peace in Jesus' name. There is life and peace in Jesus' name. I know there are people, even Christians, who are still wondering if, it, if, if it's even possible to manage or control their thoughts. But I need you to hear what what God is saying to you that that when when a mind controlled a mind controlled by sinful nature death is certain but if your mind is controlled but the holy spirit if the if but if the holy spirit controls your mind there is there is peace there is there is abundance there is there is life but you might be saying but but pastor tj how can i control my thoughts if they just enter my mind though uh, our thoughts pop in everyone's mind but the question is what are you doing with those thoughts what are you doing with that thought that, that, that pops in your mind? What are you doing with those thoughts that are, uh, um, that, that, that are showing up in your mind? What you do with those thoughts, it's entirely up to you. It's entirely up to you. Listen, if, if, if thoughts, comes, if thoughts come, uh, uh, comes to you, 
or if a thought comes to to your mind uh, that is rooted in a lie or or an an inappropriate thought gets into your mind you can choose to do something about it you can choose to do something about it you don't have to think about what you're thinking about right now you have control but the enemy can deceive you into thinking that you do not have control well, when something inappropriate happens on TV, you are in control of changing the channel. If you are online and again something inappropriate happens or appears on your page, you can get off that page. You are in control, but the enemy can deceive you to thinking that you do not have control. The starting point to break free from all the bad patterns of thinking is knowing that you need to make some decisions. You need to make some, de some decisions. The word of God gives us three choices for a healthy mind. And I want to give you this and we will end for today, this morning. It gives us three choices for a healthy mind. The first one is you need to feed your mind. The second one is you need to focus your mind. And thirdly, you need to free your mind. So you need to feed your mind, focus your mind, and, 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 and free your mind. The first one, feed your mind with the truth. You need to feed your mind with the truth. What are you feeding your mind with daily? A lot of us, we, we know the importance of nutrition, but how important do we do what we know to be, to be, to be important? We know the significance of nutrition, but how important do we do what we know to be important? what we know to be significant. We know that healthy food makes one feel better, stronger and healthier and have more energy. But how, but how often do we choose to eat healthy? And that is true with your thought life as well. We need to feed our thoughts with the truth from God's word. Matthew 4, 4, Jesus says, people need more than bread for their lives. They must feed on every word of God. You need to feed from the word of God. The word of God is our soul food. It was meant to feed from daily. David says, I put my hope in your words, Lord. How I love your word. I think about it all day long. David says, I think about it all day long. He knows the importance of, 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 of feeding on God's word. In Psalms 119 verse, uh, 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 verse 147, David was all about filling his mind with the truth of God's word. He also said in Psalms 119 verse 95, 95 he said that when 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 wicked people hide to ambush and kill me when wicked people hide to ambush and kill me i choose to keep my mind on 
your decrees. Ooh, Lord, help us here. Lord, may we keep our minds on your decrees. May we keep your our minds on what you said concerning our lives. David is basically saying, I don't care what's going on in my life. I keep my mind on God's truth. Listen, that is called managing your mind. Feed your mind daily on the truth. And secondly, focus your mind on the right things. We need to focus our minds on the right things. What have you been focusing on? What is your mind focused on? What have you been focusing on? In order to break free from negative pattern of thinking, you also need to focus your mind on the right thing. In Philippians 4, uh, Philippians 4, verse 4 to, I mean, Philippians 4, verse 8, Paul gives us an idea of what those right things are, the things that we need to be focusing on. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent listen to what paul is saying if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things think about such things we do not need to only feed our minds with the truth but we also need to reflect and think on 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 those things that are true think on those things that are noble think on those things that are right things think on those things things that are that are lovely think about those things that are admirable that are excellent that are praiseworthy the bible says we need to fix our eyes on jesus the often finish of our faith nothing is more admirable and pure than jesus which is why we need to focus on him and make him the center of our daily lives hallelujah feed your mind with the truth focus your mind on the right things and lastly free your mind from destructive thoughts oh lord help us here destructive thoughts can keep you imprisoned and that is why you need to free your mind from that your mind may need to be set free from the lies people have told you that uh, that are not true. Your mind may need to be released from weight of of shame that 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 say that that you are broken. The devil is a liar. Listen. Listen to me, it, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. If you believe it, then it will affect your life. Maybe it's insecurity. God, uh, maybe it's insecurity and insecurity is saying or the insecurity in you saying God won't care for me. Maybe it's condemnation and the condemnation in you says, it, it's saying that I'm never good enough. Maybe it's the rejection in you, the lie of rejection that says God can't love me or maybe it's 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 the thought of performance that god can't love you that I, that you are not spiritual enough that there is something that you need to do to gain god's love but he says come as you are rejected as you are condemned as you are insecure as you are he says do the coming and i will do the changing these are the destructive thoughts we need to be free from
thoughts of insecurity, thoughts of condemnation, thoughts of rejection. God says, come as you are. Submit these things to me. Pour your heart to me. Listen to what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10. He says, we demolish any argument and every pretension, uh, pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That this morning I pray that you take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You need to proclaim what is true by exposing the lies and embracing the truth. May God give you the strength to bring the lies of the old nature, the lies of Satan and the lies of this world under the submission of Christ. When the thoughts come, take that thought captive in Jesus' name. You better tell the enemy and declare that is not who I am. Am. That is not who I am. You better tell the enemy this morning that, that Satan, it's not who I am. I'm not defined by my struggles. I'm not who I think I am, but who God things I am. I'm not an object to be used. I'm not weak. I'm not incapable. My best days are not behind me. It may have been who I was, but in Christ, it is not who I am now. I'm not broken. I'm not useless. I'm a son and a daughter of the living God, of the most high God. Declare it and say it that you are the, the, you, you, you are the head and not the tail. No matter where you are this morning, take time this week and ask God to show you if there are any lies or mindsets that you may have brought into, uh, into your mind or into your heart or into your life that are contrary to the truth of God's word. And I need you to say, God, show me the lie I've, been, uh, I've believed in my life. Lord, show me, expose the lies I've believed in my life. The lies that, that, the, the lives that rob me of joy and, and connection and intimacy and peace. You see, as you expose the lie and embrace the truth with his word, you'll begin to experience more and more freedom. You'll experience more freedom in him. Psalms 119 verse 112, David says, I have made up my mind to obey your laws forever, no matter what. Lord, I've made up my mind. I've made up my mind to obey your word. To obey your word forever, no matter what. No matter what comes my way, Lord, I will fix my eyes on you and what you say concerning my life. And I pray that upon your life this morning, that you make up your mind this morning to fix your eyes, to fix your heart, to commit to what God says about you, about your life about your situation, that he's bigger than your situation, that he's your provider, that he's your healer, that he's your deliverer. Lord, thank you for your word in season. 
thank you that you are able to talk to us in this manner. Pray that you challenge your, your children this morning, that Lord, that they can change their lives by changing the way they think, Lord. And your word says, Father, in Romans 12, 2, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Lord, transform us into who you want us to be by changing and challenging the way that we think, Lord, this morning. Help us to do that throughout this week. Challenge us, Holy Spirit. Challenge us, Holy Spirit. Help us that our minds be controlled by you so that we may experience peace and life. In Jesus' name, Lord, I bless you. I honor you. In your name I pray. Amen.